This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Monday night and welcome to the Tilton Talk Show. I'm Paul Hipkiss, Mary Spectacles, and tonight we're joined by Chris Brown. Good evening. Claire Giblin. Good evening. The Chairman Alan Watton. Good evening. Mark Adams from Coventry. Good evening, everyone. And Craig Courtney from Solio. Why, thank you. Hello. And the one and only disco bus goer, super fan, David Taylor is tonight's special guest. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, Blues suffer a disappointing 2 0 defeat in Sheffield on Friday night. And Claire and Dave, I believe you were both there. So, I'm going to hand over to Claire, start us off. And then, Dave, give us your thoughts on, on Friday night's game. But, Claire, you obviously both paid um, the five hour. You both, you both obviously suffered the five hour round trip there and back. And the whole 90 minutes, so uh, it's only right that I hand over to you two first, so off you go. Yeah, I think um, five hours. <laughs> it took us three hours to get there. We got wow. there, we were full of spirits, we were ready, we got to the bar, there was no food left. Um, we got to our, well, well, we got to a seat and we were all like, yep, yeah, right, everyone around us, really positive, really looking forward to it. Then we started, and between the two boxes, we are quite good. Not going to lie, I think our football between the 18-yard boxes are brilliant. I think we gave them too much respect. Um, I think the team news with Hogan starting and, you know, no Miyoshi, I think that kind of set the stall out. Um, Hogan didn't get any service whatsoever. Um, Dembele looks off a little bit at the moment as well. We just weren't good enough defensively. I don't think defensively we were good enough. Um, there was one point, even when Laird was kind of jogged to going at the ball, we didn't look like we wanted it. 
going forward. We look good going forward. But what happened is, is because they got the first goal, they just sat back. They just sat in front of the 18-yard box and went, go on then, break us down. And they knew we weren't going to be able to. The amount mm. of opportunities that we made, yes, we had 25 shots, was it? But how many on target? About five or something. Mm. It just wasn't good enough. Like we, we looked we looked like we didn't know what we were going to do. Whenever we get a ball into the box, it's Jukovic's height, not for Scott Hogan or someone like that. We lack that clinical finish at the 18-yard box and around there. We were shooting at times when we didn't need to shoot or passing it when we should have shot. And, you know, I agree with Mowbray. If you're a professional footballer, stay after. If you're not scoring goals, stay after and practice. You know, like we, mm. we travelled all the way down there. We were in good voice. We were really optimistic and it's put us into a lot of trouble. I just think I really, really worry. I think Stansfield was a massive miss in that first half. We were crying out for him. And it was just really disappointing. We went there actually full of hope. And whenever we go anywhere full of hope... We just didn't do very well. The defending and, you know, the, the play the play between the 18-yard boxes, like I said, was first class. It was brilliant, you know, some of the things. But they take they had four chances, I think, and they scored two of them. And then, again, it was a crossover and the opposite, the left-back, Buchanan, couldn't head it, like, head it away. And mm. it was just such goals. Like, we should not be losing to a team like Sheffield Wednesday. They were awful. Mm. Mm, that was yeah. terrible. I, what do you reckon? Do you agree? Or I hate to break it to you, but I wasn't actually at the game. Oh, I thought you was, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, night, night away games are still just a little bit too much for me. Okay. So I have to abstain. Obviously, I watched it. Got a lot of Sheffield mates, and obviously, I was in contact with all, all the lads and lasses on the coaches. I think Claire summed the match up perfectly. Uh, yeah. I mean, we started superbly. Uh, box to box, we look we look strong. Defensively, the, the the you know soft goals have crept back into our play again. And up from well, I told you a few minutes ago. I was speaking to Craig earlier. I've, I've threatened to get my boots out and give him a, a dust off and and go uh, and play number nine on on, on Saturday because I'm convinced I could probably put a couple of those chances away. We're just woefully short up front, and and I saw the team. And I looked at it and I thought, that's not going to win the game for us tonight. I didn't expect us to lose. I, I honestly thought it would be a draw. Um, but again, as soon as we concede the first goal, especially to a team that, that's struggling, they just get behind the ball, frustrate us. And then we, we just lose our way. I mean, the second half, most of the second half, it was woeful. And I yeah. think you have to... You have to Bring the players in, into 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 question. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about that when Rooney was there and he couldn't get the best out of them, and maybe there were issues. Well, we're seeing it with with Mowbray as well now. Um, mm. Probably all the the rumours about sort of some of the issues that happened at training. You know, and some of his comments. Um, there's obviously something there, uh, and I think all we can hope for is that we 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 cling on in this season. Um, manage to stay up again and have a mass clear out mm. in the summer um, yeah. and, and start again. Yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it? We've just got to get this season over and done with, really. Yeah. Um, then, you know, hopefully, mm. I'm, I'm sure I'm confident we'll stay up. Um, my my and, concern is, and I've, I've not said this out loud, uh, 
but we've we've survived so many seasons where we were dead and buried. You know, this season where we had no real fears of relegation, all of a sudden it's it's there over our shoulder. Yeah. And if you look back at our history, I'm pretty convinced that when we've had a, a change of ownership, we've tended to go down. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a great point there. When when yeah. Weldon came in, when when Sullivan and the Golds came in, um did you, you know, and obviously the Chinese I wasn't directly after sort of Carson took over, but obviously there there'd been a recent change in ownership. So I, I'm just uh, I am quite nervous about the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, can, yeah. Uh, can, can, can I can I ask a question? Paul, you made a statement there. Can you tell me why you don't think we're going to go down? Because I can't think of a reason why we won't. Because I think there'll be three teams worse than us after 46 games. Yeah. And who would they be? QPR, Rotherham and Sheffield Wednesday. Well, QPR are flying. At the moment. QPR are flying. That, 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 QPR supporters aren't talking about, well, we can't score a goal because they, they're scoring for fun. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yes, Sheffield and Sheffield Wednesday are playing better than us. If if any, if uh, Friday's anything to go by, so we can rule out Rotherham and probably Sheffield Wednesday because they've got too much. But but all the other teams in and around us, with apart apart from Stoke, are doing better than us. Uh, I mean, even you you look. Had we had we have gone to somewhere like Southampton and lost five three, we would we'd have been jumped doing cartwheels singing, Oh, what a what a great game. But we don't we got a we got a we got a Sheffield Wednesday and get beat two nothing. Mm. Now that, that's um I gotta be honest, I'm 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 de- manically depressed by all this. I just think here we go again. It's twelve years we've been doing this. And in every one of those 12 years, somebody has come out that bottom three and finished above us. Now, if they do that this year, we, we're in deep, deep, deep. Because <laughs> you, 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 we, we've looked at this week, uh, oh, oh well, three, points for, three points at Sheffield and, and Blackburn, and look what's happened. You know, we've got, we've got the bogeyman coming. My, my son, my son, when, when they sacked... Um, uh, uh, Eustace said to me, "I bet you he manages a team against us before the end of the season and beats us." Now, I wouldn't take him on. I said, "You're probably right," and and he hasn't worked for six months. Now, now he's got a job, and then the first opportunity, he's got a chance of doing that. Now, you know, it's 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 just superstitious nonsense that is, to be honest. But you know what it's like. And I, and I just, I, and then you've got to play Sunderland then, and then and then we've got Ipswich to come and Leicester to come and, uh, mm. well, you know, all, all the teams, okay, we've, we've got the teams around us to play, but they're doing better than us. They, they will look at us and think, that's our three points for this month, you know, and, and I'm, 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 I'm just waiting for somebody to convince me mm. that I've got nothing to worry about. You've got nothing to worry about. Okay, yeah. thanks. thanks, Chris. And now I'm going to go and slip my Is it just me? Am I the only one who's confident we'll I'm, stay up? I can't see. I'm concerned. I'm, I, I think we'll stay up. I'm, I'm concerned, but I'm not panicking yet. 
Mm. Yeah. We've got yeah. massive game in hand. Yeah. We've got Millwall. Millwall yeah. 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 and... I think are in more of a, a dire predicament than we are. Yeah, yeah well, we've always been the same, haven't we? We always go to like Sheffield Wednesdays and lose, and then we'll probably mm. turn up and win the next two games, won't we? You know, that's what mm. we're like against the better teams. We usually, we usually do better, and you know, Sunderland at home, you wouldn't bet against us winning that. Well, tomorrow, know? I think. To be honest, Paul, I think we'll win tomorrow. <clears throat> I really do. Did say that about last Friday, Mark. So I'm not. I'm not. Uh... We all said it about last Friday. That's why we all went with hope, and it was dismal. So fair play to everybody else. How did we get on again? How did we get on against Sunderland and Blackburn at home last year? When we got a better side. Do you think we had a better side last year than what we got this year? Yes, because we had trust. We had uh, trusty, and we had Hannibal, and we had uh, um, Chung. Chang, Chong. Chong. Yeah, we, we still actually, got Chang. We beat Blackburn. Yeah. Eh? Did we, we beat, beat Blackburn at home? We certainly yeah. didn't beat Sunderland. Was, here's a question. Whooped, whooped, us, whooped us good. Here's a question for you. Was Hannibal better than Jordan James's now? And was was Chong better than Dembele? He's, I know he had a bad game on Friday night, but, but Dembele has done all right for us this season overall. Yeah, but uh, uh, Chung was consistent, wasn't he? He he he, he played all over the park and, yeah, and I just, I he had he was very few lightweight. bad games. Yeah, I, I just thought he was a bit lightweight personally. What did you think, Dave? Chung lightweight for me. He's, he's yeah. you know, there's a reason why these players don't make it in the Premier League, isn't there? That they, they, they can do it, they can turn it on, but there's no consistency. And then the same of you know, quite a few of the players we've got. You know, Dembele is in the same brackets, isn't he? You know, yeah. look a world beater and then he, he misplaces a five-yard pass and can't drop a ball. Yeah, I think our full-backs are better than what we had last season. Yeah, definitely. Um, full, the full-backs uh, are just even playing would... consecutive games. So. Yeah, we've got, we got the same goalkeeper and I'll give you trust. They trust he walks straight into our defence now. Yeah. Uh, just remember, guys, like we have got Rudy out injured, Sanderson out injured. Yeah. Um, Billick at the moment is having to play at the back because of our injuries and obviously he doesn't trust Roberts. He's got, you know, some other players coming in. Dazelle has been okay. Was he great on Friday night? No, but again, new team. That Sung Ho, I'd start him tomorrow in a heartbeat. I think he's class. Um, Pele's been up and down. And Jay's literally running on empty because we are having to rely on him. We've still got Jukovic out injured. We've still got Hall out injured. That's why I'm, okay, am I confident we'll stay up? Yes, I am. Am I nervous? Am I looking over my shoulder? I think everybody is, but we've always looked over our shoulder. Now, we've we've got to go in tomorrow thinking we can win this game. And it's up to the players now because it's proving that it's them. Like Dembele, sometimes some sometimes on the ball, he's brilliant. But he's la his final pass, uh, or he will either pass when he needs to shoot or shoot and then pass. He's mm. just that's where he will lack getting higher up than us because he Do doesn't you... have that clinical finish. How many games we played now? How many games are left? Do we know? I mean, all I'm going to say Nothing now is I think... Left isn't there. We need to win five or six of them to stay up. Yeah, yeah but I think Dembele has already got double the amount of goals in the games we played so far than Chung did in the whole of last season. Mm. 
Chong's not there. Chong's in Luton having a lovely time in the Premier League. He can't even get into their team. And when he does get in, he plays once or twice as a sub for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's just got me thinking, Claire, that's all about the team last season and this season and comparing. Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying. I think we've got a better team. 100%. They're younger. Yeah, Yeah, they're younger. They're fitter. I think actually the football we play is better. I just think that we (laughs) just lack that extra like Bakuna I didn't think Bakuna had a good game on Friday at all and if I was Mowbray I probably wouldn't have played him after the weeks he's had because you know it's obviously affected him more he didn't look bothered he got given the captain's armband he didn't play very well Bakuna played all 90 minutes why wasn't he moved you know I I, I got that his his body language is, is always a giveaway with him he, he, you know, he sulks, uh, and he sulked from the beginning on, on on Friday, and he should have been gone at half time. Uh, replaced by who? I, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm not as thrilled as you sound about the three new midfield players. A uh, uh, Pritchard, okay, he's only played 45 minutes, but that annoys me because if you know, if you're going to be the man, you ain't going to you got to last more than 45 minutes. The other the other two are. The same as we've always had, you know, and 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 well, the way we dominated the the ball on on Friday night was too slow. It was all pedantic, you know. It was like, well, I mustn't, I mustn't possibly uh, risk giving the ball away, which is good. But instead of instead of putting the ball, you know, past past the defence, it, it always went behind people. You know, uh, Dembele got the ball behind him. Uh, and and had to create something himself. He never had anything to run onto, and and, and neither did anybody else, to be honest. Uh, uh, and I would just make one. Uh, I, I agree with Dembele. He, he, his decision making is poor. But on Friday, after three minutes, he'd, he'd been injured twice. The first first time he went near the, near the ball, they kicked him up in the air. Second time, they repeated the matter, uh, and he wasn't the same. He wasn't the same. He, 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 you know, I've got the impression that people say we know how to deal with this bloke. We give him a give him a bit of stick early doors, and he disappears. And he he does a little bit, and he, he you know, the, these things have got to be counteracted. You know, somebody's somebody's. Uh, well, in the old days, used to look after him. You, you know, if you touch our mate there, we'll make sure one of yours goes down as well. You know, he, he yeah, big enough. He's big enough to, to knock people about, is he? So somebody else has got to stand up for him. Well, uh, as I maybe says, too many artists, not enough soldiers. Yeah. To be honest, to be honest. And it shows yeah. we're missing. You know, uh, we when, I, when we got on the way home, I was like, we used to have Barry Ferguson, Savage, yeah. Granger, all these players who used to write, he's, you've hurt my mate, like you said, Watto, you've hurt my mate, I'm going to put one in on you in the next go. We haven't got anybody yeah. like that. We've got them all. Yeah, they can use the ball, and it's beautiful, well done. But if you haven't got the end product, it's like Real Madrid. Man City will play beautiful football, but you've got Rodri and Diaz who'll put their foot in. You know, like Arsenal, you'll have Declan Rice and some of theirs that will put their foot in. Liverpool, you know, you, we need somebody like a Robbo as well who yeah. would actually shake them up a little bit and make them want it a bit more 
Yeah. It's lovely soft. having all these beautiful play, but you need somebody to put their foot in and somebody to actually want to, you know, tell people what to do. What you say there, Claire, I've grown up with, you know, going back to the 90s, yeah. we, had, we had Daesh, we had Ward, you know, when I was going back to like the mid-90s and, you know, players like Martin O'Connor and, you know, these players would run through a brick wall for you, you know, and they'd, they'd run over broken glass in bare feet to play for us, wouldn't they? And, you know, I'm not saying these players don't care, though. I think they care, but they're just not jallying. They're just not jallying. And I think another reason for that is, obviously, we've changed the manager again recently and they're still getting used to the way he wants to play. Um... And I'm hoping that you know we'll, we'll just click against somebody. We are going to we are going to just click, and these chances will start going in. And when it happens, it's going to be a heavy defeat for the opposition. I think five or six nil if it happens. And We've been saying that for weeks, but we can't score. I know that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Somebody's going to take a tanking, though. I agree, Paul. You know, we 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 have created fifty six chances in three games. Not many of those on target, though. Bad and and. That's that's the difference. We, we talk about the, the, the you know people sticking up for the other players and stuff like that. We don't actually have, and I've seen a couple of people plus comments on it on the board now as well. We don't actually have a born leader on the field at this present moment. We don't have anybody yeah. that, to me, like you say, is is not afraid to put the foot in and go. Do you know what? You had my mate. I'm having your back now, and you know I'm around. So don't don't try it again. Mm. But then also, I've got to add the inconsistency of refereeing in the games is also spoiling it because you're right, Paul, first 10 minutes, he was taken out twice. Right? For one of those, it should have been a yellow card straight away. The player walked away and was actually laughing. You saw it on camera, the player was laughing. Then their man in midfield, whose name will not be mentioned, gets a booking. Right? At that point in time, anybody that was playing in our midfield should have been mm. around his backside, winding him up that much that he made the stupid mistake and got the second yellow. But we backed off. We didn't We didn't go for the juggler, which is what teams do to us. We saw players being substituted because we were going to lose them otherwise to another yellow card. Mm. That's two games on the bench for me now where we have seen that. We're actually too soft. We're there too soft. Know. Yeah, I want somebody just to go. And in that first couple of minutes... Do what they did to Dembele. Kick somebody up in the air. I think... Know, yeah. Let us know that we're there. I think on that note, though, Craig, the, the game has changed a lot, though, since the likes of Barry Ferguson, even Barry Ferguson, 13, 14 years ago. The game's a lot different now, isn't it? You can't... They've took the physicality out of the game. It's not the same as it was 25, 30 years ago. Um, you, you know, when you... Yeah, go on, Al. You, 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 yes, you're right, but the, the, cle the clever teams... Clever teams get round that. I mean, uh, the, the the two the two fouls were on um, uh, Dembele were not brutal, but but he but but they but they were serious enough to slow him down and and make him think and and hop away limping and thinking, do I want to go near that bloke again? Uh, mm. In fact, he, he he immediately went back onto the left after he started on the right. So. You, you're right, of course, but people, people, people can niggle you now. Uh, you know that they don't have to be brutalised. They can just niggle you. You know, just keep knocking you over. Keep, yeah. keep, yeah. keep treading on your toes do and, a, do and a stuff savage. like that. Do a savage. But the referees don't spot it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you get fed up. That's just being smart, though, isn't it? I, I don't think yeah, we've got sure. anyone who's actually smart no. in, in the team no. who's got a football brain. Uh, I, I've been trying to wrap my brain to think of anyone in the squad that's that's an old, anything like an old-fashioned hard man, and there just isn't anyone. Uh, no. No. But I'd actually say I struggle to to think of any of our players, and you'd look but, at them and say, "Well, he's a smart footballer." Um, yeah. I, I just don't think we've got that that person in the squad. Gardner's probably the nearest, but he's not clever. Mm-hmm. He's, when when he when he kicks somebody, it's it's bloody obvious. And, well, and, and, you know, his second touch is a tackle, and it? it's normally a foul. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm hoping Pritchard will add, add something like that. I think he will. He's got a little was... bit of something about him, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in re- recent years, we've had the likes of Kuyfenbald and Robbo, and you know these players would get their foot, you know, stick their foot in. I'll never forget that challenge by Kuyfenbald off, uh, you know who, um, yeah. first couple of minutes of the derby, and uh, that, that challenge was kind of like welcome to St Andrews, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but um, you know, if we played them now, and or we played against them, you know, I, I, I can't think of one player that would put a challenge in like that now. You know what I mean? No. Somebody should try, but miss. It, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you oh, miss. You miss. Yeah. Sorry, Claire. Go on. I was gonna. I was gonna say you miss. You miss someone busting a gut to get into the six-yard box to turn in a cross or finishing the game with like a bloody nose or something. It sounds yeah. stupid. We don't see that. Yeah. It's the same at Albion last week. The amount of box balls across the box. Nobody was busting a gut to get on the end of it or just trying to get on the end of it. It's just all ball watching and 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 just complete. Claire, Claire referenced it earlier. Uh, if I'd have been at the the match, I think I'd have literally gone on the pitch and dragged him off, and that was laid. When he turned around, looked at the ball, thought, "Can't be asked," and just stood there and watched it go out. It was every good day. I, I've, I literally, I mean, you could, you could have imagined it. We were obviously losing, and he was like, Etheridge had the ball in his hand and took ages, and we were like. There's like loads of room, but what I put on like like X was what I noticed was first half, all of them were coming like this, can have the ball. None of them were on the half turn, none of them were trying to make a forward run. It was I'm coming to get the ball from you and then I'm gonna turn. But actually I'm gonna have a bank of ten people behind me. That it was it was so slow and that the there was no bit like Scott Hogan tried to make a couple of runs. Everybody else faced the ball. As soon yeah. as Sunsfield came on, he had someone on the half turn. As soon as, you know, that like Sung Ho was on the half turn getting the ball. Unfortunately, their best player was the one we don't talk about because he just picked up space. Not like, literally, yeah, yeah, he yeah, had the whole of Hillsborough. No one then, when he got the yellow card, I don't think any, another Blues player went near him. Didn't, no. didn't, didn't even attempt to, and this was. It was so frustrating because it was so early in the game. Mm. That it, it, you know, it wouldn't have been a case. I don't think he'd have got one straight away. But the referee would only have let things go a couple of times before he'd have had to have pulled the second card. Mm. But he, he absolutely bossed the midfield. This is a player that was, you know, booked after 10 minutes and we allowed him then 80 minutes of me free space to totally yeah. dictate what was going on. Um, and the thing was as well, we were slow, as Claire mentioned, going forwards, right? But they weren't. It was like, they, even when their ball was completely haywire, nobody was chasing it down, they'd still pushed it forwards fast. We massively, massively lacked that. 
Um, now, Stansfield for me, I don't think he's fully fit. I don't know whether he's carrying an injury. They said it was the, through through being uh, lethargic and tired. Right? Yes, we have relied on him an awful lot. I don't get that. But I didn't see him that when he came on the pitch, you know, and I know he wasn't playing a full game, but I'd rather have had that for 30, 35 minutes of the first half than chasing it as we had to in that second half. But the other thing for me is the the lack of defensive prowess that we've got at this present moment. I mean, the, the first goal, well worked by the winger. Right? Can't, can't take it away from the winger's possession, but actually players just watched him. The second one, disgrace. To get up like he did and so close to that back post and, and be able to score was just ridiculous. You know, somebody should have been there, just in the way, put your body in the way. You don't even have to jump. You just put your body in the way and it puts people off. But we never had anybody doing block, any of it. Block the run, or, or if you're not going to block the run, go into yeah. him and risk giving the penalty away. Don't yeah, just let him find the score. Yeah, the first goal was disappointing as well. I thought Dazelle obviously got, you know, easily cut back there for the cross. When he cut it back, he should have done more to prevent the ball coming back. And then Felix just completely lost the man. And he's in no man's land. And he should have stayed with the guy who tapped it in. Should have come out to him. I remember Dini saying that as well in the um, halftime yeah. sort of like analysis as well. But, we miss uh, Anderson. Simple as that. I think yeah. he's disproved. Yeah. Everybody slates him. But we actually do miss him for that bit of pace and the bit of understanding where the ball is. Okay, have we had lots of clean sheets this season? No. And Sanderson has been there. And Billick's done a really good job. And I think when you've got Sanderson and Billick, you can work it. Yeah. I think Long hasn't done anything wrong, but we just lack, lack that bit of pace at the back, the centre-back. Long, long and because when you've got Long and Billick, it's slow. can't play yeah. together, can they? No. From, uh, a good comment coming here from Bill Mintz. How many? How many know they are off in the summer? Or do you think they care what happens? Do you think they'll know? Yeah. They probably switched off mentally, or you know. Should how many? Does it, if, if you if you're off and you're going, right? You're either playing for a new contract at the club that you're at, unless they've told them no, you're going. You know, that's it. Doesn't really matter. But if they then switch off, any other team that's looking at them is going to go. Well, they didn't really try, did they? So what's going to attract them? I just, I, I don't get, and I've seen that comment on many occasions, right? They're not playing or anything else. They should be playing for the rest of their career. They're not playing for a contract at Birmingham necessarily, but they want to, they want the next move. Mm-hmm. So if they don't do it, nobody's going to take them on board. Um, I've seen a couple of comments on the board around putting Dixon into the squad for, for tomorrow and possibly Saturday. Um, I don't know, he hasn't been spoken about so I don't quite know whether there's uh, issues in the in the background with with Dixon. Um, it's a jump. It's a massive jump from the football he's playing yeah. to first team for the to the first team, and I'm yeah. sure they'll know when he's ready. But obviously, at that level he's playing, you'll probably get like twelve or fifteen chances a game to score two or three goals. You know, and obviously, yeah, if we're creating chances like we are, don't get me wrong, he might. You know, if he gets a, a, a nice start and he comes in the in the first team and he gets a goal in his first appearance or something, then you never know. You know, we might just have a gem, but you're quite right. If you're not scoring any goals in 57 attempts in three games or whatever it is, then why not give him a chance? Can't do any worse, can I? No. I've got to admit, and I'm going to say this now, I actually thought Tyler Roberts had his best game for us on Friday. He was he came on and he actually wanted to do something with the ball. 
I've never, I haven't seen him do as much, and I know I'm one of his big, biggest critics. So I hope that, you know, he came on 15 minutes and he was our brightest spark. He wanted it. He ran past people. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it when he came on about how good he was. So hopefully if he can carry that on, we might have something there. Hopefully he won't let me down tomorrow. And Craig, you won't hear me go, what is he doing? But he, he actually, I've got to put it out there, I actually think he played well when he came on. Like he created something and actually he battled for it as well. And all of a sudden he had a bit of spark behind him. So maybe, I don't know. He's, he's got to have something, hasn't he, Claire? Because Bielsa played him a lot at Leeds. The yeah. season that got. So, yeah. You, you, know. you look at Robertson, Burke, and you think there's got to be something in there. But, you know, they, they look the part, don't they? They've got the physique. And you think if them two could just click mm. yeah, and, and up, up front, that you know, they've got a size about them. That I think when they're interested, they both put themselves about. I yeah. question their finishing ability, but if you've got someone like Stanfield sniffing around just off them, he's the finisher. But the two of them, it, they're probably the biggest frustration when you see them play that they just don't, they don't, don't box the weight, do they? They're, you know, they're yeah. quite great for, for what they are, but you know. It's nice. Sorry, here's sorry. A question for everyone. Sorry, Mark. If, if with 57 chances in the past three games, we had all of our strikers fear. How many goals would we have scored? Was people's opinion on it? Because I'll be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't think it would have been much more than um, four. No, no, yeah, it might not have been even in it. Might not have even scored exactly. I, I just, I mean, I, I look at the people there and I just think there's no natural goal scorer. No, no I, I don't think it would have changed. I think, well, really. I think, I think, I mean, I still think that Hogan is probably our most natural finisher at the club and. You know, he's in and out of the team. He's playing one week and then he's playing for the not, you know, not the next four or five weeks. And I think if we could give him a long run in the team, he might just get him firing again because he has, you know, without his goals in the last few years, yeah, we'd, have, we'd have gone down. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying he's the answer long term, but for the rest of this season, it might be worth just playing him and Stansfield together or play yeah. Stansfield in the 10 behind him and they might just click. You know, you just never know. Because I don't know. Recall- good against Leicester. Anderson was quite yeah, good against Leicester, maybe, or even give that role to Dembele or something. Yeah. You know, we just like because maybe on the wing he's got too too much to think about going forwards and backwards. Yeah. So maybe put Dembele in the hole or put Koji in the hole or. But I don't like. I think Hogan's a good finisher. He just can't repeatedly do it. But I think his confidence is right down. Yeah. I think yeah, he's got yeah. enough at the moment, which makes it even worse. We need you. Yeah, yeah, I think Hogan's down because he's in, you know one week he's playing, the next week he's not. I just think he's, you know, he's, he, when he does play, he's lacking any sort of service as well. I don't recall him missing many chances on Friday, if any, uh, or getting mm. any. So um, I don't know. I, I, I still think that he knows where the back of the net is if you give him a run of games. You know, he's, he's done it in the past. I think on Friday as well, Paul. I think we're crying out for a bit of height. I mean, that game was made yeah. for Juve. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't mix it up. So there's nothing to mix it up with. I think it's a story no. of our season. Sometimes bring subs on. You expect an impact, and our subs just have nine times out of ten zero impact. So that's yeah, yeah. the balls well. into the box were amazing. The balls in were Yukovic yeah. balls in, and then yeah. whenever we play Yukovic, we always then do it low. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. And I think it generally generally the balls in were good. 
and we do miss it. Maybe do we need to change formation? Do we need to put two up from when Yuki comes back? Mm. Do we need to do something else? I don't know. Is one up front, have we got enough? Is it because Dembele's off as well? But I think Yukovic is a massive miss. We missed that big man up front to change a game or to hold it up and things yeah. like that. I know, I know we've... I know we're yeah. going to lose him probably in the summer. Well, he's, he's probably going to finish in the summer. But for the last few months, he'd been valuable, you know. For me, for me Mark, in, 30, in my 37 years, I'll say, so far, watching the Blues regular, you know, for me, I've, the, the most I've ever enjoyed watching the Blues, and you're probably all going to agree with me, I'm confident, is when we've played 4-4-2. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, know, I know it's a bit old school, but Gary Monk did it in recent years that season. And, you know, without the points deduction, I think we'd have finished about 14th. Mm. Um, you know, so and for the first time since the ninety four ninety five season, we had a centre forward that got over twenty goals in the season. Yeah. So you know, I don't think it's a myth. I do think that you could do that with these players, and and it and it might just work. You know, you get. I'm not saying Djokovic is capable of ninety minutes now every week, but no. even if the Djokovic and um, Stansfield partnership one week, and then maybe Tyler Roberts and mm. you know and Hogan the next or whatever, whatever we've got to do, we've got the players there to do it, and I think that could work if we did it. You could have. You could also have the holding midfielder in Sunich with somebody like Jordan James or Bakuna in the mm. middle or Pritchard. And then you've got Miyoshi on the right and um, Dembele on the left, don't you? Yeah. I mean, Pete Taylor's actually said that, Paul, not far off. He said he'd stick Dembele behind Stansfield, put Miyoshi back <laughs> yeah. on the right, drop yeah. Bakuna and start Pike. And, and, and do you know, I, I think, judging by the comments that have come out from Tony Mowbray today we are not far off seeing him start and it wouldn't surprise me one little bit if it's not tomorrow night yeah mm. yeah he looks a good player yeah So, uh, but I don't remember Everidge doing much on Friday night other than picking the ball out of the net twice you know that's, have a lot that's, he wasn't quick enough he just wasn't quick enough like we were losing 1-0 and then he would pick the ball up and he would just yeah. kind of wouldn't do out the goal and I was like we were like what are you doing like do something to at least look like you know put something into it maybe if you start doing that then the others will start but if you're just walking up to the 18 yard box and then going oh yeah mm. I think I think yeah. clearly he Etheridge and, and the whole team were frightened to kick to do anything quickly because mm. they get a bullock in for giving the ball away uh, yeah and there were times when any goalkeeper will look up and you need you need to get rid of it quickly uh, mm. because there's a one-on-one up front or, or there's a bloke on the wing unmarked or whatever it is. It isn't always the same. Uh, and it's to stand there and wait till everybody's a bugger off and then two come back and he rolls the ball out. That's taken, that's taken up seconds of, of, of time and, and you're still in your own half with the ball. Whereas, mm. you know, occasionally, not every time, sometimes it needs a bang, gun. Right, and their centre halves under a bit of pressure, and people are okay. He might he might mop it up, but yeah. if you're working him, you know, he ain't standing there, you know, eating his crisps. You gotta you gotta move, you know. It's 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 all about tiring people out. If if you're on the defence all the time, running backwards, heading balls, you're gonna wear, you're gonna you're gonna make a mistake sooner or later because you're gonna get tired. If if you're standing there watching 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 the the the, the, the opposition passing it round the back. You're just having a breather, and you're just you're just under yeah, no yeah. Oh. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Dave, I want to, I want you to give us an insight, Dave, um, in what it's like to experience a Tony Rowley disco bus away day. Um, <laughs> you know what's uh, yeah. keep it clean, Dave. Well, look, look what it did to me. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had hair down here. I, I, li- I literally was. Uh, I, I think I was only about five days after the, the Sheffield United away game, the forty-year uh, anniversary match, and. I fell over in France. <laughs> yeah, um, they're, they're they're memorable. Uh, Davo's diaries really don't do them credit. Um, yeah, I love I love, I, love just, Dave. I mean, yeah, Jimmy's a legend. Isn't he? I absolutely love yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really everywhere we go now. You get people coming up. You're Jimmy. It's Davo's diaries. They, they recognise everyone, and you know. Um, it's just bonkers. I mean, everywhere you go, even even like non-football related, you, you can be, yeah. be somewhere and, and like you're like, oh, you're on Davos diaries, aren't you? Or I'm a a Coventry fan or a Sheffield fan or a, a whatever fan. And and if you look on when he posts them up on YouTube, if you look at the comments that come on, yeah. it's from fans all around the country. Yeah, they all know. That, yeah. just. Are there sitting waiting for it to be posted to watch Jimmy do uh, do Elvis again? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And, yeah. and, and I, I guess being on that coach though, you know, I mean, what 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 would you say was your best away day on that coach, Dave, so far? Oh, oh blind me the same minute. Um, <laughs> this tells me they're all good. This tells me they're all good. <laughs> you, you know, well. My hesitancy probably, and that's not, it, it really is difficult to, and, and some of the best are the, are the defeats, and let's let's face it, there's more defeats than anything else, <laughs> but it, it has no impact on them. In fact, if anything, the, the one, the rare ones when we do actually get a result, yeah, it's, it's the, the mood's quite quite mellow, because I think everyone's in shock, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's... I mean, some of the some of the looks that you get as you're pulling off from from like the the car parks, and because literally you you know it's music full on, the, the drinks are being banged, <laughs> there's smoke coming from all sorts of areas of the coach, <laughs> and you're driving off the car park with the police up there looking and like for people down the road, it, it's just bonkers. It, it's yeah. proper old school blues. Yeah, and, I love and it. there's a lot of young youngsters on there, but it's it's as close to old school away day specials and the early days of, yeah. of coach coach travel that are yeah. that some of us are, are, are old enough to remember. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I need, I need to experience one myself. Um, so, yeah, I, I would recommend it to everyone. I, I um, it's really odd because my first experience with with radio, I, I travelled on my own for years, different groups and and that and. Um, sort of my lads when they, they were younger um, and my my middle lad was coming up to his 21st and, and I said what what do you want to do son because whenever they've got a big birthday me and whoever's we go and have a, a weekend together or something and he says um, it's after my birth oh, well, it's, it's before my birthday but we, we played Charlton away uh, and he says uh, and I've seen there's this guy that does these boat trips down the Thames for the Blues could you organise that? And I went, okay. I said, we'll have a weekend in London and I'll find out who this bloke is and I'll contact him and sort sort the, the sort of boat, boat trip out. And um, that's what I did. He was like, you know, do you need coach 
tickets. I went, no, no. I said, well, we're well, there for the weekend. Went on this boat and we were just hooked. There was two boats actually for shopping the way. We, we won as well, which made it fantastic. And you actually come away and it was like, I, I don't want to actually just go back into London now. I want to get back on the, on the coach. And uh, a couple of weeks later, we played Reading away and that was my first trip on the coach. And we were hooked. That, that was it then. I've never... I don't think I've been to an away game since, apart from with Routley on the coaches, um, yeah. and and I miss it every, every game. I'm not there. I'm, I'm you know I miss it terribly, um, yeah. you know. And it's it's the family as well. I mean, when I was in France, I'd play you some of the videos, but it's it's um, there's still children of partners, so I can't play. Them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, the video, they, they did a video every single away game on the coaches. They, they sort of did a live feed to me, and you know, and took me round so I could have a chat with everyone. It, it's just unreal, and you know, um, it's it's just incredible. It, it's incredible, and, and it, it just has given me um, a new energy uh, in following the Blues and. And it's opened up so many opportunities to, to get involved in other stuff because it's it's more than just the football. With with you know, right? I call him Rayleigh because I don't want to be nice to him, but he never takes any praise or credit for what that guy does. It's it, he always says, oh, "It's our travel club." It's all he's the catalyst. He's the one that makes it happen, and he he, he does so much for yeah. for everybody. Um, and we as a blues fan community, it's not just Central Blues travel, it's the blues community do so much for Birmingham, not just blues fans, yeah. for the city of Birmingham. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, Ray Hobro's mentioned a couple of times on the board so far, he said, uh, we went to Bristol away, five coaches of blues fans went to all Weatherspoons. Can you imagine that turning <laughs> up? Yeah. And then he said... <laughs> I was hopefully walking and saying he did too bad then, but no, that's okay. <laughs> He's also mentioned about eight coaches turning up at the Darwin just outside Blackburn last season. Yeah, well. yeah, oh, yeah. We, we, Dar Darwin uh, was is the local stop off for anywhere up, up in the sort of you know northwest because uh, it's it's close to obviously Preston, Burnley when they were in the Championship, Blackburn and and that. So yeah, there's been some memorable Black Blackpool. Bank holiday weekend was pretty memorable. Yeah, it, it, it you, wasn't. You as always memorable. know when they're coming. It yeah. was like you like wait, and then you're like right ten minutes before kick off. You're just <laughs> hear noise, and it's yeah. great. And we're like, about the yeah. coaches are here. It's great. Yeah. It, it's just incredible. It, it yeah, is. yeah. And Dave, you're talking about the family there. Obviously, um, that leads us on nicely, doesn't it? To uh, I believe the funeral of Lorraine, the lovely lady behind you there on your on your. On your yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll step back a bit so people can yeah. uh, get the full full view. Yeah. See how beautiful Lorraine. There we go. Um, it was sadly taken away from us just over three weeks ago. Now um, left a massive hole in in our in our family at Central Blues uh, travel, but just Birmingham as well, Lorraine. Um, did so much for justice for the twenty-one as well. Uh, that's where I first knew knew Lorraine. That's where I first met her um, as someone who was a big advocate and supporter of of those causes. But you know, then when I started travelling with Tony, uh, she was a big character uh, amongst the, the the travel club. And for someone who was such a, a slender lady, 
you know, uh, not even a drummer. She's she's from Greater Manchester. I think yes. Berry, um, but either Berry or Stockport, can't quite remember. But Greater Manchester, she's as passionate as you could get a blues fan uh, and drummer. And she 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 was a big player in in helping organise um, the coaches, the away days. Always someone that that Tony could rely on. We could all rely on. Um, I've actually got a piece. We were asked, Tony asked us to, to sort of do some stories, memories uh, of Lorraine. Um, I'm, I'm really proud. I've actually got a copy of the draft for uh, the order of service. I'm not going to show it, but I'm really proud. My, my. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So memory of her is what's been chosen to be put in the memory service. Um, and and it just sums up Lorraine. I'll give you a flavour. It's just she just knows. She just one of these people that just knew that you were down, knew that you needed something, um, you know. Uh, and it, it, my one memory of her is links into my first time meeting back up with everyone after I come back from France. Uh, the the lads and lasses was the stopped at a pub in Stafford on the way to Stoke. And uh, Stafford's not that far from me, so I convinced my wife, uh, who come, also comes on the coaches as well, um, to, to drive me up to Stafford so I can meet everyone. We kept it secret. Tony obviously knew, and just an incredible response. But it was like, after I'd been there a while, I was like, I need to go and see Lorraine because she, she'd not been very well herself then. Um, and that how she responded and, and what she did for me there and then just demonstrated to me how much of a, how much in touch she was with a fellow fellow human being, um, but she could, she could melt your heart with a smile, and she could cut you in two with a tongue. <laughs> she she really was that person, and, and, and normally both came hand in hand with, with each other. You know, uh, a real the, the biggest um, compliment I can say. She she was a proper old-fashioned brummy brummy lady but she was from Manchester uh you know everything uh, uh, the traits of her is just everything you know you, you'd associate with one of our best um and she she's greatly missed um we've been working in the background a uh, number of us with the family to to help make arrangements for the funeral um it's been quite difficult because uh, she expressed views of, of what she wished but then was taken really quickly from us we thought we'd have time 
So we've, we've had to sort of liaise with the family. The family were also people who, who come on the coaches and we've got a really good relationship with them. But we've had to try and sort of expedite things and it's been difficult to put all the pieces together, but they are now. So Lorraine's funeral is next Monday, the 19th. Um, and, a, and a final journey obviously will include St Andrews. Um, so... The hearse will leave um, the family home over in Northfield around about 10.30 next Monday um, and expected to arrive on the car park at St Andrews by about 12 o'clock. So an appeal really to any Blues fan that knew Lorraine or any Blues fan that wishes to, to come and pay their respects, make the way to, to St Andrews and the cop car park for about 12 o'clock next Monday. Uh, we'll obviously, you know, give her a, a massive blue send-off. Um, she'll depart St Andrews about one o'clock uh, to go to Lodge Hill uh, Crematorium for the service. Uh, and then after the service, uh, the wake will be held at, at Diggity's uh, St Anne's uh, on Ulster Street, which is the, the sort of natural home the, the, of, of uh, Central Blues away travel, um, Lorraine, Used to used to work there and support sort of Trudy uh, on match days and other events as well. So it just feels fitting that that you know we we involved that uh, and it's what the family wanted also. So it'll be a, a, a long long old day and afternoon of celebrating the special lady. Um, the order of the days: blue shirts or football attire. We're going to actually um, run run coaches for the the Central Blues travel mob uh, to get from St Andrews up, up to, to Lodge Hill and back and we're actually going to run it like, a, like an away day there'll, there'll be there there'll be music and a football card um, to commemorate the special AD um, as I say all people are welcome um, at St Andrews we want as many people as possible obviously it's been done in in conjunction with the club, the club have been fantastic as always in, in helping support what's needed um, and the Blues community again. We've reached out, we've run various raffles, football cards um, to raise funds and there was a GoFundMe, there still is a GoFundMe page, I think Tony pretty much plasters social media with that. Uh, most mornings, um, you know, it's a big expense uh, funeral arrangements unfortunately these days um, but as always the Blues community, the Blues family have stepped up and, and done their bit um, all we ask is if you feel, feel you can support in any way to, to contribute towards the, the, the overall cost of the funeral the, the GoFundMe page um, is on social media and if possible I'll send it through to, to Chris and if you guys can share it on, on your page. I think Tony's put it up there a few times. Uh, and also, I did a social media post yesterday with the funeral arrangements on. So again, I'll send it to Chris and if you can, can post that up there as well so people can see it. Um, and again, uh, a thank you to you guys. Uh, as always, you know, I reached out. I just thought it would be a good way of reaching out to as, as many Blues fans as possible by coming on. Uh, tonight and, and making people aware of it and as always you accommodate and, and you know your support's first class as well really really thank you from from me and everybody at Central Blues yeah no it sounds uh, sounds like you've got some great stuff planned for her to give her the best possible send off that you can which mm -hmm. is fantastic 
yeah, it's going to be a tough day, but you know mm. we've got to make the day, um, you know, a positive celebration of Lorraine's life because that's what she would have wanted. If yeah. not, she'll be coming down to tell us. So. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we will go make sure she has the the right send off. So, and yeah. we will. Mm. Absolutely. So for everybody listening, I have just posted the link to the GoFundMe page. If anybody has any problems, let me know, and I'll get it posted after the show as well. Excellent. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone, anyone tuning in tonight expecting Stephen Carr, by the way, sends out his apologies. He was uh, unable to join us. Um, sort of. Uh, he's, got, he's got the Irish flag and I'm bald, but I can't do the Irish accent. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. You so, leave the uh, cup as well, Dave. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we can rearrange with him for another time soon instead of tonight. Unfortunately, he's had to, you know, uh, cancel tonight. So. Uh, so yeah so we're nearly hitting half seven already Craig have we got anything uh, anything lined wow. up tonight squad game or anything like uh, that or squad can, number game just, be, just before we, that we, just before that I've got a, there's a little yeah. <clears throat> there's a little bit of a competition going on as well so if anybody wants to win uh, win one of our mugs which I'll paste over now one of their mugs so I've got some I've got three wiki pages clips of them uh, if anybody can get all three email me admin at tiltontalk.com let's see if any of our panel can get these as well and uh, you'll win a mug simple as that um, will we mark? no we don't want mark hey. <laughs> oh dear oh dear can I just put them up on the screen then. I'm going to put them up now he's the first one if, you, if any of you lot know on the panel shut your gobs shut what? up yeah okay, okay. So there's a, I'll, I'll, I'll paste them up during the last half hour anyway so give everybody a chance now so that's that's one that's gone up uh right that's you didn't play you didn't, you didn't play for blues are they they all these played for blues they all played for blues there's just those three so there we go so that one that one and that one okay Woo. so what i want i want all three players Email me at admin at tiltontalk.com. There you go. Simple, simple competition. Rightio. Back to you. Talking talk simple competition. Talk simple competitions, then, Craig. Squad number game. I have got squad number game indeed. And uh, we, we, we should have a bit of a challenge today because the Meredith is in here. So, um, oh, yeah. He's enjoying yeah. Mardi Gras. So, yeah. Mardi Gras, yeah. Another person who's uh, ducked the show and sends on his apologies as well because he's too busy enjoying Mardi Gras. So, oh, is it Mardi? Is it Mardi what? I know, yeah. What, what, what sort of excuse is that? Where's, where's he gone for that? Brazil. New, is it New Orleans? New, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Okay, right. Okay. Well, he's probably. Uh, he's been watching the NFL as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Of course. No harm in that one. Silly people staying awake until half past three in the morning to watch it. Right. Um, so, squad is 2009, 2010. Okay. And uh, again, as always, I've got a couple of numbers that and I'm interested in. Sorry, Craig. Let's, let's fill Dave in. What we do, Dave, Craig's going to name a season now, obviously 2009, 2010. He's going to give us some actual squad numbers from that season. And we've got to try and get the player that wore that number. Easy. I, I have been. I, you, you've done this to me before. My memory lane is shocking. So, 
If, if it's not Bobby Atten, Frank Worthington, or Trevor Same Francis, me, I don't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the first squad number that I'm after is squad number 17, which I can tell you was taken twice during that particular season. The second number that I'm after is number 24, only used once. And then finally, squad number 28. So it's 17, 24, and 28 of the 2009-2010 season. It's tough, isn't it? Was one of them McSheffrey? No. Was was 17 McFadden? No, even B. Was any was any of them David Bentley? No. Okay, that's me out. Was any of them <laughs> Was any of them Timo Tanya, whatever his name was? Timo Tanya. Oh yeah, the, the the Finnish bloke. Yeah. He was, but what number? Seventeen. Oh, that's to me. Twenty eight. He was twenty eight. That was a few guess. <laughs> that's a good one. So 28 was Timu Tanyo and 17 was worn twice. Tiny was worn twice. 17. Oh, was oh, it? Oh, 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 Meredith's on the chat. Is it? Oh, <laughs> I can't, can't get him away, can he? Can't get away. Espinosa. Espinosa is one of the 17s. It's the biggest Espinosa. And, 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 and Michel, the mid Spanish midfielder. Yeah. It, it, it is. Is this coming from Meredith? Because if it is, yeah. we're banning him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He should be. Uh, he should be. Mardi Gras is obviously not enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. He's, he's got. He's got this massive hat on. Any dancing around while he's answering these on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you've well, got both, both of the seventeens. You haven't got the twenty-four. And do you know what? Because Meredith's on there, I'm chucking in twenty-seven as well now. 24 and 27, 0910. Yeah. What about, was 24 Vigneault? No. What's the other number? 28? 27. Was 27 Uh, Vigneault? Gregory Vigneault? He was indeed. Good knowledge, Mr. Adams. There you go. Was that the French? Yeah, he gave away a penalty at Forest in the Cup. I've never forgiven him. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, they missed fun. it though because I didn't chop it out of the bar. Meredith saying Jay O'Shea. Jay O'Shea was 24. Oh, come on. We have got to ban him. He was 24. <laughs> look at it's look, it's, Honestly, I mean, I, I, I wonder. I mean, he's definitely not Googling when he's on here with us. It's unbelievable. He's like a. He's, like a, he's just like an, a machine, and he's like a squad number game machine. Well, he put the blooming numbers on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Though. That is true. All right, we'll make it a bit more interesting then. So, uh, top goal scorer that year was Cameron Jerome. How many goals did he score? Taking into account this is league only and sitting on Wikipedia. I go eleven. Oh God, this is too easy. He was eleven. Eleven. How'd you know that? See, Dave, we just sit here, Dave, to be honest. Yeah, so I'm not the, yeah. the, the instant number in my head then was 11, for that, but I hadn't got the balls to say it. <laughs> 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 Lee Boyer also scored during that season. How many? Six. Four. Four. Not four, five. it's not six. Five. 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 
<laughs> it was five. And then the final one, James McFadden. Higher, lower, or the same as five? Higher. Higher. Eight or nine? Lower. Seven. Taylor, you are correct. It was the same with just five goals. The same. It was. But ladies and gentlemen, that is squad game and uh, higher or lower. (laughs) I thought I'd be... two of those in the same match. Yeah. I thought I'd be be clever and get more right with these glasses on, but it's obviously not working. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Anyway, let's have predictions for tomorrow night and Saturday then. So obviously Blackburn tomorrow night, the homecoming of John Eustace. Uh, he'll get a good reception, won't he? Yeah. So, yeah. I hope so. As soon as that whistle blows, though, you know, he's the opposition, yeah. isn't he? Um, well, look, I, look, I won't sing his name. Anybody that sings his name needs shooting. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And Saturday, Sunderland at home. So, Claire, let's start with you. Give us your predictions for both games. Put me on the spot. Um, head or heart? Because head and heart's totally different at the moment. Um, the I think together. we'll beat. I, th- I hope we'll beat Blackburn. I think we'll win two one. Okay. Um, Sunderland. It depends if we play better than we did when we went there. Um, I would take a draw now. To be fair, I'll take a draw for both of them. Um, I'll probably say one one Sunderland. I know we haven't scored in like <laughs> three games, but we've got to get a goal somewhere, don't we? If not, then just I'll take my boots with me tomorrow. I'll play. Yeah. No, Dave's already taken the slot, so I'm sorry. You me and Dave up front. I think that'd be a wicked partnership. <laughs> what do you reckon, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, then, Dave, give us, give us your predictions, Dave. Uh, I'm on tour because I want to say to... Our... <laughs> My heart's saying a scrappy 1-0 win tomorrow, which will give us the confidence to go on and win 3-1 on Saturday. But my head's saying 1-1 both games. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of heart in that as well. <laughs> Alan? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a guess, Alan. I'm going to... 1-1 tomorrow. 3-1 defeat Saturday. Ooh. Mark? I'm going to go, I think we'll win tomorrow 2-1. I think we'll concede, sadly. Um, and Saturday, I'm going to say 2-2. So, okay. win tomorrow. Craig? Well, I'm going to keep you positive. I think we'll, we'll win both games. We'll get a scrappy 1-0 tomorrow night, and it will be scrappy. But then on Saturday, I just fancy us to get a couple and not to concede. So, I'm going to say 2-0, suppose, on Saturday. Aye. Mm. It's 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 February the, the the first midweek game of February tomorrow, and I'm I'm, I'm doing this from memory, but I can I can remember in the last since I've been living down here, watched that game on the television, and it's been Millwall two or three times, um, and various other people of no 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 importance, and we've lost every one. It's just this cold. February Tuesday night, and I'm actually going to turn up tomorrow because I'm 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 visiting Birmingham for four days, which might change because I've watched all these uh, midweek games on TV in the past ten years. But I'm actually going tomorrow, and that might that might uh, improve our chances because I actually haven't seen us lose at home this year. Um, so that's that's why I'm getting very. Um, 
That's why I'm saying 1-1. One, one. I'm, I'm very hopeful. Yeah. Chris? Uh, yeah, I'm... <sighs> I'm going to be positive as well. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for a couple of two ones tomorrow okay. and uh, Saturday. Yeah. I think we'll draw tomorrow night one one, and I think we'll win on Saturday three one. And I'm saying one to them because it's going to be Joe Bellingham. Yeah. We, is he going to get stick on Saturday? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope. I hope not though, because no, I don't think he deserves it. He deserves it. He doesn't. You could argue that between him and his brother, they saved the club. So, you know, the Bellingham family as an overall for me will forever live live along with uh, with Birmingham City. And the message board, so we've got Jim Tony saying 2-1 to Blackburn and 2-all on a Saturday to Sunderland. Ray Hobro, um, Blues to get a score draw tomorrow and beat Sunderland 2-1 on Saturday. Nigel Mann wants to know, instead of singing Eustace's name, can we sing You're Better Than Rooney? Mike Hill said uh, Blues to win 2-1 against Blackburn and 2-all mm. on Saturday uh, Paul McCarthy says 2-0 two two tomorrow sorry and 1-1 one, one Saturday Lilypad 1-1 one, one tomorrow she thinks we'll lose 2-1 on Saturday uh, and uh, last one that I've seen is Mark Lightwood 2-1 to Blues tomorrow and 2-0 to Blues on Saturday Wagner's there tomorrow, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, he said he'll be there tomorrow. I think. Yeah, I think Jude will be there on Saturday because yeah. he's injured, isn't he? Just just in time for the Blues against Sunderland. Yeah. Well done, Jude. Question for oh, everyone. Yeah. Question from me for everyone and everyone watching. What, if everyone's fully fit, we've got our whole first-team squad available to us. And I appreciate we haven't seen much of some of the players yet, especially the likes of Paik and other players as well but what's our best 11 what would be what would be our best 11 if everyone is fully fit oh that's a tough choice mate. I've forgotten what our best 11 is we haven't seen our best 11 that's what I'm asking what is our best 11 I'd have Pritchard in there Paul straight away Ruddy in goal Ruddy in goal yeah Laird mm. right back mm. Sanderson yeah. Long. Long. Billing. Yeah. Buchanan. Yeah. Yeah. With James, because he was exceptional on Friday, and Sung Ho. So you'd have James Holding, would you, in a six rather than further yeah. forward? He played further forward Friday, didn't he? He was in the ten. Yeah. Well, he's the only one that ran forward that time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah, um, Miyoshi and Pritchard, and then probably Stansfield. Mm. That would be mine. I wouldn't go too much different to that, to be fair. I'd probably have Longin instead of Bielik at centre back. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, can't, I don't know. It's debatable whether Drama should go right back as well, really, because yeah. he's a good player as well, isn't he? I like Laird though, so Laird would always. Yeah, I like Laird. Yeah, I, like, I don't think we can go wrong with either of them. To be fair, I think they're both done, done well for us when they played. But, um... can, I ask, can I ask everyone a question though? You know, in the summer when we have a revamp, would you keep Bielik a centre half, or do you reckon that's just temporary? Would you go out and buy a brand new centre half? Yeah. 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 Definitely. I think we need a new one in each position. I'm not going to like. Uh, we need a new goalkeeper. 
Mm. But we're going to have to. It's the spine, the whole spine, Claire. It's the whole spine of the team. Yeah. We need. Um, draw my odd by him straight away because he can cover you in every position at the back. Um, I just think we need to get rid of the people who we've been 17th with for four seasons, basically, <laughs> yeah. because. It's, I think it's going. I do think though that we will need to understand that it will be a brand new team, and we will need time to gel. And it's not just going to be we're getting rid of everyone, you know. And then we're just all of a sudden going to be miracle workers and top ten. <laughs> so saying, sorry, Al. is there anybody in the fifteen that are out of contract that we would keep? I think that's an easier question. Mm. Sunich is the only one, isn't he, really, that's got a chance of getting a new Sunich. Roberts, maybe. Dukovic, maybe. Yeah, with Dukovic and Roberts, would they have a chance? I don't know. Oh, Probably. not Roberts. Do you think Duke is finished? Yes. Come summer. I, I wouldn't have any of them just because of what Claire says, the, the two used to the mediocrity of what we've we've been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need to move on, don't we? But we need a fresh men- mentality. We need a winner's mentality, don't we? What, what they need to be doing is is drawing up the targets and go early. Play yeah. right. As soon as the yeah. last game is done, play right and bring the new players in quick. Yeah. Well, doesn't it next year? So yeah. we, we should in theory have more of a window and opportunity to, to gel a team before we, we do get to kick a ball in anger, as they say. Mm-hmm. But people say well, a, lot a lot of the frees are ready, aren't they? So a lot of the free, like you know, a lot of the players that are on six months contracts now, yeah, you know, kind of be obviously you can't make like actual contact with them, but you could start the ball rolling as such. Since final mm-hmm. whistle goes, that's it. Get Wouldn't surprise me if deals aren't done already. You, you know, mm-hmm. I just I have mm-hmm. I have the belief that they've already been very, very, very open around the summer in terms of what we're going to do and I think it's being that open is probably an opportunity to excite people early doors and it really wouldn't surprise me if we haven't had conversations got people lined up and they might even know you know some of those people coming through the door already mm-hmm. yeah, brilliant mm-hmm. brilliant to do it for a change and actually do it early the thing is, is in, in football in general I mean, a lot of people are saying we need leaders and there's not many leaders in football now, is there really, as a whole? I mean, you think back to when, let's go back to the 96 when Trevor first took over. He signed Steve Bruce, Gary Ablett, Barry Horn. Them three players there were leaders at their mm-hmm. former clubs and they were captains as well. You know, we signed three at once, but I can't think of one now realistically that's a leader like that as an example that we could get. I mean, the only one realistically that we might be able to prize is, is Johnny Evans at Man United. I don't know how long his contract's going for, but I can't see them keeping him beyond this season. And he's like 36, 37. He could come in for us next season and be a brilliant captain for us for next season. But I don't know. Am I missing anyone? Am I, am I, you know, Because in general, there's not many leaders in football now, is there? Really? I'm no. sure if you go down to lower leagues, if you go down to lower leagues and, you know, there are, there are they will want it. If you go down to a lower league, mm. they will they will want to prove themselves at a higher level. If you sell yeah. the contract to everybody, this project, then they will want to do. They will want to join. Pritchard was a prime example. Hundred thousand, 
somebody that they were going to offer a new contract to, he said, no, I want to go and join Toby, Toby Mowbray at Birmingham City Football Club. How often do we ever have a player that says, I actually want to come to Blues? I don't, I, that hasn't happened in yeah. about 10 years, 11 years. So actually, mm. well, the, the main aim this season is to stay up. Then we build from there. But hopefully players might go, actually, Pritchard has gone and Mowbray's there. Maybe I want to go instead of, oh, I'll just go for the loan just to enhance my career, which we've mm. had a lot of them do. We need, we need a Mark Ward, Martin O'Connor and Steve Claridge. Yeah. Exactly. There's just nobody there anymore like that, yeah. is there, Dave? Or some, or somebody somebody home, homegrown as well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you know, realistically, what leaders could Blue sign, you know? In, in the, I mean, I, I, ideally, I'm a bigger fan of getting players. I'm not saying we should fill the team with them, but one or two players in their early 30s that have played in the Premier League for a lot of games. You know, we won the cup with Stephen Carr, Lee Bowyer, Barry Ferguson, you know, all these players mm. um, that were, you know, that were the wrong side of 30, but they did a bloody good job for us. And that's what we need now. We need a couple of players like that. Lee Carsley as well is another one. You know, mm-hmm. in years gone by, and they've come in and done a brilliant job for us for a couple of years, and that's exactly what we need now. But I can't well, think of what. Yeah, I mean, God's going to say Kevin Phillips. You know, Andy Cole, Kevin Phillips. You know, yeah. When was, no, when was, when was the last Blues fan uh, uh, apart from Gardner that played for uh, played for us? The last Blues, last fan? yeah, Jude Bellingham. Jude. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean in, the, in, the, in the leader capacity, maybe. Oh. Oh, Jude, Jude's a, Jude was probably the biggest leader we've had. I mean, for a 16-year-old kid, obviously, he was yeah. he was mm. a leader. Wasn't he? he was the best player on the pitch every game, and he just got everybody else yeah. going as well, didn't he? Lee Carsley. Lee Carsley, yeah. Lee Carsley, yeah. 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 Well, we're, well, we're thinking about that as well, and it's, there's a few things coming from the message board. Um, you know, the, the weekend uh, obviously wasn't just a, a disappointing one for, for the men's team but unfortunately you know, in the FA Cup the uh, the ladies took uh, quite quite a, a battering really with a, a 6-2 defeat to a, to a very good Leicester side though I will say and I think what it did is it, it showed how far we've come but also how far we've still got to go in terms of being able to not just get back in the Women's Super League but be able to compete in there but this weekend is a massive, massive game for the ladies. You know, so Sunday we're at home against Southampton, um, and it's one that can get us back into the running in terms of the league. You know, we've still got a game in hand, but it's against the Reading team that are fighting for their lives. So we were up against a, a good Southampton side, St Andrews, two o'clock on Saturday. You know, that's it. Sunday, Sunday, sorry. Because so, um, I, I I was I missed I missed the Leicester game because it was on Saturday. I was Saturday at twelve o'clock. Yeah, I I, I booked myself my brain in for two o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's, let's get behind the ladies. You know, let's get as many people as possible down to St Andrews. Again, shout it out if you've got a season ticket, you get in for nights. Right, it's an afternoon, and I know it's not everybody's kettle of fish and everything else. But those tickets can go to use for other people as well. It's a great family day, so please get down there, support the ladies. Let's help them with that push. We are, again, still desperately trying to get Darren and some of the team onto the show as well to talk about it because they need our backing. Let's get the uh, get the ladies back into the Super League and 
up, up where they, they, they should be. It's going to be tough, but I know we can beat that team on, on Sunday, so, so bring it on. The, the last two weeks have not been on the, on uh, YouTube. Uh, they've obviously been broadcast somewhere because I've seen pictures of, of the games since. Mm. But, uh, you know, Watford couldn't get that on. Uh, Leicester couldn't get that on. Uh, although a, a, a panel did come up and said, this is live, and it, it stayed like that for two hours, basically. Um, so I don't know what Blues TV are up to, but, you know, I want to see it. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you can get it on, I would be very grateful. I have asked Alan around this and to, to understand why it is that some games are broadcast and others aren't, and it purely comes down to the streaming costs of, of, of doing one of the games. Uh, it, it, it was quite scary because it's into the thousands just to stream a game, and I think if they were getting a, a fair few hundred joining, mm. then there might be things that they could do with it, but even when it's free on YouTube or as it was the weekend, the FA player, we, we, you just still don't get the following so they're trying they're massively massively trying and, and I think things will change but as, when we're at home let's get behind them as much as we possibly can and yes I, you know we'll see see what comes up and I'll ask the question around whether it will be broadcast on, on Sunday as well via YouTube but okay. if people are interested we have tickets please get in touch and we'll get the tickets out to you it's, you know Let's do as much as we possibly can. It's the same on Sunday as it is on Saturday. There are group discounts for footballing clubs. There are free tickets for schools and social clubs and groups. So please, please, please take advantage and let's let, let's get as many people as possible down to St Andrews. It's a shame because, like, I used to play women's football and with the like, we used to kick off at two o'clock. So I do think that they might need to think about when they actually play because they either need to change the grassroots so that more females can go or change. Do you know what I mean? I think that's why it is hard for some people because if people, like I know lots of like women who play and they're kicking off at two and they would love to go but their own games at two. It's just a shame really that there isn't that coincides with the grassroots. Mm. And uh, I, I think we are we close to selling out for Sunderland on Saturday. We, we we sold quite a few tickets up last time I saw. I think haven't we? I think it's going to be a decent crowd. Last time I saw it, they were saying it was about eighteen hundred, but that was the back end of last week. So, oh, that's yeah, good. you know, that's pretty good. I think you're great, great for a sellout. I think it'd be absolutely awesome, well, you know. And uh, far off eighteen hundred, right? Left eighteen hundred left. Oh, oh, that's good. I thought you meant eighteen hundred going. <laughs> well, Tom Wagner said he wants people down there. He wants the noise. He wants to hear what it's like. And and this is our opportunity on, on Saturday to the old boys' network has been in place. So anyone who's got access to the discounted tickets has done so and and got them to the old guys that haven't been for a number of years. I know quite a few yep. that haven't been for a long, long time that are going to make their first trip to St Andrews again on Saturday, which is great. Excellent. Really good. Uh, and do we think the um, the upper Gilmery could be open, uh, Craig, or what was that? You no, know, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it advertised either. But I, I'm not too no, sure whether they can open it or not. Um, mm. I'd like to think they could, and I'd like to think that if they have put it off for sale, that we could still have that that full capacity. 
of what was be just over twenty seven thousand. Did, did they need to do some? They were doing some work there. Some work, they were yeah, yeah. happy the, with the facilities and uh, everything, and, and nothing that any authorities have said. I think it was, you know, that Cook and and Vagler themselves signed up before they open it. They want to get it up to spec. Mm. Mm. Any more? Co- any more good comments or questions on the shout box, Chris? Uh, there's quite a few actually. I'll, I'll just mention that one about the. Um, uh, up Anything on YouTube as well? We've got yeah, there's, there's hundreds. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll read you this one. You might not like it. I've got to say, apart from Watto, you lot took some rubbish. I, I think he's aiming. <laughs> he's probably aiming at it, Craig. Probably. Uh, none <laughs> of our. None of our. Was it from A. Karanka? None of our players are good. We struggled against an awful Sheffield side. It's about time our fans woke up. That squad are pathetic wasters. And he did say wasters. Did he, go to the game? <laughs> did he go to the game or? Did you watch? Uh, well, did you've, he, you've asked yeah. the question. You've asked the, asked the question, haven't you? Yeah. Probably so. We've got to be a little bit positive. If we're negative, 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 mm-hmm. like, you know, that, that some players did play well. Just overall, it was woeful. So. Someone just someone just asking is that is was that right way, Rudy? Pete Taylor says the uh, the deals for taking the group of kids is great. Need to get the next generation going instead of watching the likes of Man City on the telly. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's all about opinions at the end of the day, football, and that's what's of course it is. Yeah. About it, any you know. Yeah. If, yeah. If everyone just agreed with everyone, it wouldn't be the same, would it? It wouldn't be. It'd just be boring. Yeah, we'd be living in North Korea. (laughs) (laughs) I I I did point out in my uh, report uh, on Friday, which still hasn't hit the airwaves yet, but we we can hope. Going tonight, going tonight. It's going through the censorship. censorship I said basically, I was uh, saying how well. The, the, the ground had improved, but I would point out that I still sit on a cold, hard seat. I still pee in a dungeon. I still can't get a cup of tea unless I'm there before two o'clock. Uh, yeah. So it, it isn't, you know, for us Aldens in the main stand, it's, it's, it's not improved much, I have to say. And it's about time we knock the bloody thing down. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly. Good luck on Saturday then, Watto, because none of us are going to be able to get a drink because they're not. No. Gonna, <laughs> we haven't had a full ground, and even well, like before before they opened the lower, it was fine. They opened <laughs> the lower Tilton. You can't even get near a kiosk in the to, like yeah. in the upper Tilton now. And then but Saturday, but you're not going to get a chance. So, so quarter past, like 15 minutes into the game, it'll be empty anyway because everyone will start queuing to get a drink. Yeah. Well, don't don't forget, if you want a decent coffee, Garrison Coffee are also there. So, uh, yeah. you know, grab a, grab a drink from Lee. He's, uh, he's always good for the uh, for the cappuccinos. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Definitely. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting reminder of the season. Shall we say that? And um, you know, you just hope that we can gel at some point, and and Tony Mowbray can get us playing the way he wants us to. And I think we are playing the way he wants the way he wants us to. But we just need to defend better and start to be more clinical in the final third. And if we can sort those two things out, then we'll have no problems. But I say, if don't I? You know, are we going to start scoring goals? And we and are we going to start defending better? 
And if anybody, I, knows, if anybody knows, if anybody knows these three these three players that I've put up as well, let me know. I've had I've had a couple of emails, and so far one person has got one. So, really? So so. <laughs> There's a, a couple of messages on the on the shout box. There's talking about obviously over the past couple of games, there's been a lot of vandalism and damage to cars. Now that was mm. published, in, and a lot of people uh, have have you know really shouted about it. And the club have taken notice. So there is some secure parking that they have advertised ahead of the games. Um, so if you haven't seen it, head over to the uh, club's website. The details are on there. If I remember rightly, it was £10, but it's secure parking. At least that means you're not going to come back to uh, parts missing, as a few people, I believe, have done over the past few weeks. Mm. Oh, got a winner as well. Got a winner. Got a winner. Well done, Mr. Hughes, Mr. Jason Hughes. Does any of our, yeah. pan- does any of our panel know those? Um, any of those three players? Can you see it? Can you see it? Oh, I can't see it. You just took it off. I'll put it back it's up gone. again there. There you go. It's back up again. Can't okay. see anything. Uh, should we come in back? 2015 to 2019. And then he went to Reading on loan. Did he come to Blues? Was he at Blues? I'm not saying because that's easy. That's too easy. That's Harley Dean. Nope. No? No. Oh, it's the other one then. Uh, Morrison. Morrison. Nope. No? Nope. Harley's 2015 to 2019. To Reading. Oh, I know. Can I say? Or? Yeah, of course you can say because he, he, he's got it. He's got it spot on anyway, Jason. Oh, Tyler Blackett. No, oh god, no. big build up for nothing. That was, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? <laughs> Stop dealing, crazy. No. Can't wait for the hard ones. I thought these would be easy. Vancouver, <laughs> one of the middle ones, Chris. Go on, who? Vancouver, oh, middle one. No. Going back, going back to that Reading one, was it Gunning, Gavin Gunning? No. No. <laughs> for four years <laughs> Bristol City Forest Hall Bristol City Forest Hall Notts County Rochdale Wrexham mm. Mm. Forest Hall Rochdale Wrexham well I never thought I'd get Mr Hipkiss stumped on this it's oh, not. No. It's, I can't see when they were at Blues. That's where I'm struggling. That's, that's, if I put that, you'd get it, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but people are deducting from what I'm showing them when they were at Blues because they're clever. Chris, can you, Chris, no? can you reenact one of his best Blues goals? Okay. Then. <laughs> there we go. That's all you're getting then. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I'm okay. going to tell you next week. <laughs> uh-huh. That middle one's a nightmare. I mean, Can I get these on my phone? I can't board. get them on the screen. No. Yeah, I can't see anything. I don't know what you. Are you on there? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you'll have to. You, you, you probably need another screen. You'll have to tell us, Chris. Oh, point, come on. It? Okay, then. Here we go. Well, then. David, one of them isn't David Cottrell, is it? I'll give you all three. This is, it's Delia de Bola, Phil Summerhill, and Jordan Much. Well done, Jason Hughes. <laughs> Then he had a bowler between 2015 and 2019. At Crystal Palace. Nah. Well, it's off his wiki page. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's about, he's about my age. He's about 45 now, <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> That's Gordon Much, isn't it? 
Jordan Mutch. That's Jordan yeah. Mutch, the top Jordan one. Yeah. Oh, is it top one's Jordan Mutch? What, what was the years on the bottom one? I can't, I That's Daly at the bottom. And Phil, oh, Summer, Phil Summerall in the middle, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I just said a good question coming from Lillipad, actually. Um, question for the t- for TTS. Apart from Jude, who is your top three players who could go far in their career and make it big? So who are our most exciting three young players in football? Is this in the, I presume this is in the whole of football mm. um, oh. that could make yeah. it big apart from Jude? I think Kobe Mainu is good, isn't he? At Man United, that kid who's come into their team has made them better. Mm. As much as, uh, yeah, I'll put a blue, I'll put, I'll put a blues one out there, and that's Young Tatton. I think he has got a he's massive, looking massive good, eh? yeah, he's looking good. Eh? Tatton. Yeah, yeah, Tatton. Just an interesting statistic while you're thinking about that. On Saturday, there was a point in the games where we were only one point above the drop zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it all changed. It changed second half, thankfully. Uh, and we went. We basically didn't move. We went back to four points off it. Um, but obviously, with Huddersfield winning, Huddersfield were nearly up, up at halfway in the league by that time. But they they went and blew it. Mm. Um, but yes, that's when I started to get really frightened. I was I was I was at the the big local derby between Hastings and Lewis on Saturday, um, and uh, two and a half, two thousand seven hundred and one people turned up to that. Um, but uh, I was firmly fixed on my phone. I couldn't concentrate, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> good, uh, good, 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 entry, well, good comment from Jim, Jim Tony there, Bradley. Um, is he Connor Bradley at Liverpool, right back? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, yeah, he's a brilliant player. Yeah. He's going to make Trent be able to go centre mid. Yeah. He's going to be there, so what, 100%. I'll throw another one out there as well. The lad Bramfwaite at Everton. He, he, he's a quality centre-back as well. He uh, he had a great game against Haaland. I know he scored two goals, but he didn't have, he didn't have Marshall in well up until he got the first one. You know, and then the second one, he kind of like just lost his footing and... Uh, he, you know, he lost his positioning on the second one, didn't he? he got yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's still a young lad learning. But just, ex- just experience. Yeah, yeah, he looks good though, doesn't he, Dave? Don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, composed. Yeah. yeah. Can I- can, can I just say, Paul, as well? You know the uh, the goalie for Sheffield Wednesday, at Beadle. He was mm. um, he was young and he looked decent. I know he's on loan, and I, I think there's a rumour we were looking at him, but he looked a decent shout. He did Beadle. He put himself he about. Def- he was definitely about. Yeah, <laughs> he was going for a laugh. We're in um, Fergie no, time. We're in Fergie goalie, time. We're in Fergie yeah. time. We're in Fergie time. Uh, Nigel Mann has also said, "Is it Joe Ninety, Harry Hill, or Tim Vine on the screen?" Oh no, sorry, it's <laughs> Mr. Hipkiss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There we go. There we go, Paul. Time up. Are we done? Are we're we done. done. Are we wrapping up? We're done. We're wrapping up. We're three minutes over. Three minutes okay. over? Come on. After three minutes, uh, Fergie time, we've been the Tilton Talk Show. Thanks to everyone for watching. It's good night from me, Paul Hipkiss, and it's good night from Chris Brown. Oh, second. Ah, it's good night from me, and it's good night from Craig. And it's good night from me, and because he doesn't like going last or even penultimate. It's good night from the chairman. Thank you very much. Good night, everybody, uh, from the chairman. And it's a good night from the lovely Claire Gibbon. It's good night from me, keep right on. And it's good night from the robe. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from Dave, Dave Taylor. So thank you all again for your time. Good night from me. And don't forget Monday. Let's all raise a glass for Lorraine. If you can't get down, to St Andrews raise a glass if you can do come and see this special lady off 
give her a proper blue send off. Get your eyes on. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.